High Noon. This is News Talk. But it is a Thursday, though, which means that Bill Hughes is here for Essential Songs. Bill, you're very welcome. Thank you very much. How are uh, you doing? What are we talking about today? When are we talking about? Well, we're talking about 1985. Oh, I remember it well. And the soundtrack to the summer, everybody's summer song, Everybody Wants to Rule the World, Tears for Fears. Oh, wow. Did you like them? Do you I, remember them? Oh, well, I don't remember 85, but I know the song. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a very summary too. video as well. It's very like summary he's video. driving along in yeah. his convertible. South Carolina, California and this beautiful old convertible. Um, that was Kurt Smith driving the, the, the car and there's uh, the two of them in a great Roland. haircut, Kurt Smith. Like yeah. He had a perfect, Brilliant hair. regular, normal a, guy, 2017 haircut, but then with a big long ponytail. Yeah, and a back. little boof at the top. <laughs> yeah. <little> boof on, <laughs> just, uh, you know, the icing on the cake. And Roland Orzabal um, was the the other guy, and they they used to come to Dublin a lot. They used to come on Tears media junkets, and they liked hanging out in Dublin. They used to party. Uh, they used to go to the legendary Pink Elephant. Uh, they performed at the Point, the old Point. I saw them on the Seeds of Love tour back in 1989. But they're um, an English band, Tears for Fears. This song, Everybody Wants to Rule the World, released on the 22nd of March, 1985. It became the band's seventh UK top 30 hit. Uh, peaked at number two, becoming their, their highest charting UK hit, but it went to number one in the US. And oh, really? It was number one That's in unusual, the U- isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was number one in the US on the 8th of June, 1985. And it also reached number one on the Hot, hot Dance Club mix play and the Hot dance maxi single play so they it, it was and in 1986 it won the best single at the Brit Awards I, I didn't know it made a number one in the States I knew it, it only got to number two in the UK and yeah. I looked to see what, what kept it off the top of the charts do you know uh, you tell me We Are The World oh was it yeah, 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 yeah because it was all tied up with well I'll tell you an interesting thing about them right the thing about the sad thing about Tears For Fears they're fantastically talented very very musical but very dysfunctional always fighting huge disagreements and they couldn't keep a band it was just uh, Kurt and Roland Kurt and Roland and they'd bring in like they had a drummer called Manny and they had a guy called Ian that would join the band but they were always regarded as the also rants in the band and the band was the band as far as the lads were concerned so they were one of the English artists who flew to America to be on stage in JFK Stadium at Live Aid in Philadelphia and they were supposed to go on stage in the afternoon while Wembley was also, you know, and yeah. the cutting thing. They broke up backstage. So, <laughs> so they didn't go on. They didn't go on. So they were replaced at the last minute by a local band from Philadelphia, George Thorogood and the Destroyers, because there was a slot. And George Thorogood and the Destroyers went on to have a fantastic career in the States. That's as an a amazing. result. But what a ridiculous thing, you know, just to fall out backstage. And it was um, the two musicians who were playing in the band said, no, you didn't renew our contract, so we're not going on. Oh, really? And this was live. I think it just would have gone on. <laughs> just go on just go on and Last, do it, another really. hour yeah yeah um, so should we hear the song and then talk yeah, some more about them yeah let's take a yeah. listen to the song
Yes, uh, tear for, tears for fears, everybody wants to rule the world. It, it was, as you said, the anthem of the summer. Uh, like, it only made it to number two, but obviously it floated around the charts oh, for the rest of the year. Oh, it was there forever, yeah, because everybody... You see, the previous Christmas had been Band-Aid, and yes. then the American response to that was, we are the world, mm-hmm. and then there was Live Aid, and so there was so much else happening. To, to get to number two uh, in the UK was a big deal, but then to go to number one in the States was like, just a fantastic deal and they were I mean the two guys they took their influences they, they got together in 1981 in Bath and their big influences were um, Talking Heads and Brian Eno yeah. you know, they, they were taking really serious but they wanted because of the success of MTV in America and because they were making such cool videos they deliberately targeted the American market because that's the route to fruit. So they were going after that and because of that they managed to really click it and they were seen as among the leaders of the second British invasion the first one having been in the 60s with the Beatles and and then the second one with them Spandau Ballet you know the various so um, they're also known for a song Shout Shout, let it all out. Yeah. But um, anyway, they were so sorry to go back to the embarrassment over Live Aid. Yeah. They then re-recorded this song as everybody wants to run the world and they gave it to Sport Aid for Live Aid. Oh, OK. And it made a fortune. Yeah. And they also were on a world tour. So they gave all the proceeds from Tokyo, London, Paris and New York to Oh wow, that is generous. To to, to apologise for the nonsense, yeah. you know. So they, they they took that on board. And had they a big career then after after they, this? Well, they also had that magnificent song "Mad World" that was theirs, and then uh, the, the the it was re-recorded and it went to number one by Gary Jules yeah, in two thousand and one. Christmas number one. Yeah, Christmas number one, M- "Mad World," and that was written uh, by them. Donny Darko. It was on the Donny Darko soundtrack. Uh, Donny Darko. Well, they have just released last week new new material. Tears for Fears. Tears for Fears have just released uh, I Love You But I'm Lost. The first single from their upcoming album came out on October 12th. So, so that's they're still last going. Weekend. They're back trying out. They've fallen in, they've fallen out. There's been bankruptcies, there's been corruption charges, there's been all sorts of stuff. But they've gotten over it. It's just the egos keep clashing. Like those two uh, nucleists that crashed the other day out in space. And yeah, I think it's a bit like <laughs> a that. A little like that. A little like that. All right. That's Tears for Fears. Everybody wants to rule the world or run the world if you're looking to the uh, Sports Aid version 1985 Essential Songs with Bill Hughes. Bill, apologies we didn't have more time, but thanks very much for coming in. That is all we have time for on High Noon today. Bobby is with you tomorrow. I'll be on The Breakfast Show. And as I said, Kira Kelly will be here for Lunchtime Live from noon on Monday. Great team behind it. It'll be a great show. Tune in.